welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Growth is, I think, is it First Peter chapter 2 verse 2? Or Second Peter chapter 2 verse 2? As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the Lord that ye may grow thereby. So growth is synonymous to life. If a man must live, and he must grow. If you have to live, you have to grow. If you die, you stop growing. So to stop growing is synonymous to death. So a church life dies when the church workers don't grow. So last week I laid a foundation on who, thank you, First Peter 2.2. I laid a foundation on what type of church workers God is looking out for. And we are looking at the competent church worker. That is very critical, the competent church worker. So part two of the competent church worker. Last week, I ended by saying that competence will demand growth. If we will become competent, it will demand that we grow. And I said I was going to share on areas you must pay attention to in your growth life. If you become a competent church worker, there are areas of growth I want you to pay attention to. I call them the signages of growth or the directional signs of growth. Number one, a competent church worker grows in his relationship with God. A competent church worker grows in his relationship with God. This is the first and the fundamental area to growth. Your, you must grow in your relationship, church workers. Church workers, be, be growing in your relationship. You are an usher because you have a relationship with Jesus. You are an usher in the church of Christ because you have a relationship. That's why we don't do vacancy advertisement for ushers or vacancy advertisement for choristers. We are not hiring choristers. We are not hiring choristers, but sons and daughters of God becoming servants for him. So you must grow in your relationship. Don't just be a cameraman. Don't just be a, a sound guy. I'm not a sound guy. I am a pastor because I have a relationship. And every relationship must grow for the benefit and the essence of the relationship to be seen. So as a church worker, if you don't grow in your knowledge, in knowing God, you can't be competent because then how are you going to serve the king of kings? If your knowledge of him, if you don't know him deeper and deeper 
and deeper and deeper. You see, the reason why when a marriage breaks at, let's say the marriage is 20 years, 25 years, or 30 years of marriage, when it breaks, everybody say, ah, at this time, because it is presupposed that by 30 years, 20 years, 25 years of marriage, 35 years of marriage, you have known the person so much that you have even forgotten that there's a difference between the two of you. So you see when people of high caliber, like Bill Gates, when he divorced the wife, they said the wife took away 58 million billion dollars. It tells you the, the worth. If they are divorced in their first anniversary, she wouldn't get $58 billion. But as they grew in relationship, they developed their knowledge of each other, living together for almost 30 years or so, the, the worth of the relationship began to unveil. If we don't grow in our relationship with God, we will not see the value, the worth of our relationship with him. We need to grow in the Lord. You must be growing in your relationship with Jesus. Jesus must begin to trust you each day. Your love for him, your desire to please him, your priority to honor him in your life must be growing. You will not go to heaven. You will not go to heaven. I repeat, you will not go to heaven because you are an usher. God will not clap for you because you are an intercessor. Because at the end of the day, he referred to them as workers, not sons of iniquity. Workers of iniquity. He needs a relationship with us. So he told Samuel through, he told Saul through Samuel that to obey is better than to sacrifice. Because obedience talks about relationship. You can sacrifice without obedience. You can sacrifice without love. But where there is love, there will be obedience. And that is when value is placed on our sacrifice. Listen to me, you, if you are in the choir, if you are in the ushering department, it's a form of sacrifice for the Lord. I'm, I'm a pastor. It's a form of sacrifice. I, I, heaven will honor me. Heaven will pay me for what I am doing. Okay? But heaven will evaluate my works. Heaven will evaluate your sacrifice. Heaven will evaluate my sacrifice. God is not a fool. God is demanding relationship and not money. Not just money. Not just your time. Not just your talent. Not just your skill. Not just your treasure. God is demanding a relationship. He said, when it comes to relationship of, between you and God, it's a demand and a yearning from him. We must grow as church workers. There are some sins. The brother was leading a prayer. He said, there are some things that must not be mentioned amongst you. The same way Paul told the church. 
Yes, that will come with growth. It must not be mentioned that you were in class and you pooped on yourself as a 30-year-old man. When that happens, it's a disease. But if a child is anywhere and she poops, it's normal. When you mention it, oh, say you're normal. But for a man at 30 years to be sitting in church and then poop on himself is abnormal. It must not be mentioned. That is the meaning of what Paul said. It must not be mentioned. And it comes with your growth in your relationship with God. It must not be mentioned. And you see, when you grow more in the Lord, you will want to do more for him. You want to do more for him. When church workers are not growing, they dirty the work of God. So a lot of pastors are becoming pastors who don't have a relationship with God. They don't have a relationship that honors God. They don't have a relationship that values God. They don't have a relationship that puts God first. It has become like a job. So everybody wants branches. So anybody they come across, they hire the people and pay them on salary. And the people are doing the work. Of a pastor. No, God, God didn't give us this kind of ideology. It's from Pharaoh. We must grow in our relationship with God. That is the look at the end. I, I was listening to I was listening to um I forgotten. A very great man. You see, you, you must learn to listen to great people. You must learn to read about great things. You, you must learn to read. Please, grow. It will cost you if you don't grow. If it cost you if you are still childish. You are sitting, even some of you are in church, you are in choir, you are in ushers, you are dating two guys, three guys. It's foolishness. You will be killed one of these days. You will just be killed. You can't be playing with the emotions of people. You will just die a foolish death. Because people don't value life. People don't value their essence on the earth. What kind of carelessness are you people putting your life into? And some of you are sitting here and you are in church. And that is what you are doing. You don't value your life. You don't value your life. You don't value what Jesus did for you. You don't value the essence of what God has prepared for you. The Bible is saying that eyes have not seen Ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men. What God has prepared for you, and this is you. If you don't grow in your relationship with God, you will begin to value mundane things and you'll be ready to do anything for money. So the great man said that if you lose money in your life, no matter the quantity you lost, you have not lost anything. If you lose your health, you have lost something. But if you lose your character, you have lost everything. You've lost everything. You've lost, you lose. And if you lose money, what is money? Men, men's gold came. God only knows how much people invested in. They are fine. They are fine. Gold code security collapse. People are still fine. Some died, some are still, most are alive. Over 90% are alive. If you don't grow in your relationship with God, that is when you will start thinking that gay is a sensible idea, that lesbianism is a sensible idea, 
that embezzlement of funds in companies is a sensible idea. That a flirtatory is a sensible idea. You, any, anybody that distances himself from God will be a haven for iniquity. Because where light is, darkness cannot manifest. Our show of standing for Christ is indicated in our growth in him. Yeah. We have to come to the point where God can trust us. We trust God, but God must begin to trust you. God yearns to look for men and women he can trust. One day he took, Abraham took a command from God, take your son, go and kill him. And at the point when Abraham was killing the son, God responded, stop, and provided the lamb. And this is what God said, now I know that you, Abraham, you love me. It is only a growing church worker that can take an Isaac and act in obedience like what Abraham did. A child cannot. That's why when a child is eating toffee and you say, give it to me, I won't give you. Give it to me and she will run away. He's a child. He doesn't know what he's sharing. He doesn't know what, he doesn't understand. But if you, at that age, you are behaving like that, it means that you have refused to grow. You have grown in age, you have grown in body, but you have not grown in life. I pray that as a competent church worker, you will grow in your relationship with God. I thought you would say amen. You must know the Lord in a personal and intimate way. Okay? You must know the Lord in a personal. I know the Lord in a personal and intimate way. I know. That's why your behavior will not affect the way I serve my God. That's why no a pastor can stand somewhere and preach something. People will clap, but I will not be moved. You preach against tithe, you preach against holiness, you preach against church, you preach against pastor. A Christian must not do that. A pastor, a Christian does not need a pastor. A Christian, no, you are not wiser than God. But you need to know God personally. Then you will not be moved by these storytellers on social media. That is a competent, if you are a competent church worker, you will not be confused when somebody comes to tell you that Eve is not the first woman God created. Then you are confused. You are confused about what? It means that you don't study the Bible. You don't know scriptures. You are not growing. Some of you are here, church workers. If an allergy comes, maybe you are a lady, you are 39, you are not married, and an allergy says, want to marry you as a second wife. Eh? And you can still be going to church. You will go and marry the person. Because you don't know scriptures. You value money above God. A church worker, you must not pull surprises on us. That is when you are growing in your relationship. Don't pull surprises on the church. Don't pull surprises on your pastor. Don't pull surprises on Jesus. Jesus will be there. No. He's surprised at you. No, you have to grow. That is why when children are growing, you can assign duties to them. You can assign duties to them. So my, my sons, my sons have, I can confidently assign things to them now. There are some things that they are doing on their own. Nobody does for them. There's one that will own all the lights at six. He must put all the light up after when we wake up. There's one that goes to lock the gate. I don't lock the gate again. They iron their own uniforms. When they were two, five, I will not let them do that. 
When you are growing, God can entrust responsibilities on you. Don't remain a child. It's not beneficial to remain a child. It's not beneficial to remain spoon-fed. It's not. You will earn no honor. You will earn no value. That's why the white, the white, the Western countries don't respect black countries. You call it uh, inferiority complex. You call it racism. But you still beg for them. You are here waiting for IMF loan to run your country. How? After all these years, after all these resources, after all these governments that have come, after all these intellectual presidents and ministers, some of the, the qualification of our ministers, and sometimes when I hear, I'm shocked. Say, so all these things this man has, he can't do anything. We, we, are, we are not growing as blacks and as reflected in the church. We are not growing. You go outside, there's no gutter. You won't see gutter. They construct road, there is no sea gutter. Cover the gutters, everything. You hardly even see sand. Everything is, you see sand at the beach. The beach grass, small, they are there. Everywhere is neat, as if human beings don't live there. I went to a Catholic church with a friend outside. The, the lady lost her phone in the church, in the Catholic church. You think they are demonic. In the, she left it there. We left about one hour. Then she remembered that ah, so a friend of mine says you should wait. We will go and look for it. So we went to the church. We were stranded. I'm telling you this for you to know that we are refusing to grow. In church, people steal people's phones. Church workers. There's a church. The senior pastor, a very big general of us here. He finished preaching, was coming for his phones. He didn't see the phones. The armor bearers stole the phones when they checked the camera. Armor bearers. They stole the phone. Being in uniform doesn't make you a worthy man. Being in uniform. The man they suspect of killing the 26 is a, a policeman they claim is a bodyguard to a prominent chief. So we went there. We went and we, Fortunately, we met a Ghanaian who was also around with the wife, with the husband. She said, hey, she heard us speaking. She said, hey, we're Ghana for we told her. She said, oh, we came to leave our phone. She said, oh, I had the envia deal. Envia. We asked the security. We asked the security. Then the husband said, we should go and see the priest. We had the opportunity to see the father who did the mass. We went into his chambers. He said, which type of phone? iPhone. Is it this? Yes. So somebody saw it. Took it to the father. He kept it in his chamber. In charismatic church. In a charismatic church. In Karis temple. In whatever church. Ghana. We are not growing. We, we, we are not growing. We are not. We are not. And it's just a shame that all these years, the charismatic movement all over the... Preaching everywhere. Also radio Awaso. Everywhere. We look very religious. Even before we organize something that is even against God, they will bring a pastor to come and say opening prayer. I don't attend such. If you give me that invitation, I don't go. Many times when they say I'm not I say, what is the content of the program? The content has no intention to honor God. I'm not there. 
You can say anything, I don't mind. And God is looking for people like you and I, like, like, like this. That is when Christianity can make sense to the ordinary man. You go to Switzerland and go. Prisons have been closed because there are no criminals. There are no people who are not breaking rules. Nobody wants to break rules because they've, they've built the system. That's why most of them don't believe in God. Because they say, what do you like? No, no criminal case. The courts, the courts are not working. Nobody is overdriving on the road. Nobody is overspeeding. Nobody breaks traffic lights. Rules. Nobody. But most of the criminals in prisons are Christians. And some of them are choristers. Some of them are ushers. Some of them are pastors. I think the African church is not growing. And a competent church worker must not allow himself or herself to come under this kind of activities. If you are growing with the Lord, a lot of these things, you will lose appetite for these things. Don't just be singing. Because you don't sing better than Stone Boy. You don't sing better than Shatawale. You don't sing better than Rihanna. You don't sing better than Beyonce. People have not clapped for you like they've clapped for Beyonce and Shakira. People have not shouted. No, no, no. People, Michael Jackson will be ministry and people are falling down. They are, they are collapsing. Not because they are, they are suffocating. No. Their joy is too much. Just seeing Michael Jackson, they will be, some even die in his shoes. Some even die in his shoes. You a little song you sang and somebody was crying in church, you know, you have become a star. There's something wrong with us. We want to be stars, we want to be celebrates, celebrities. For what? Did Jesus call you to become a celebrity? Jesus called you to worship him. The deliverance of Israel was based on the fact that when you leave Egypt and I bring you on this mountain, you will come and worship me with your life. Not for me to make you a celebrity. God can honor you. He will honor us as we walk with him. You cannot walk with God and him not honoring you. But if you are walking with God and your eyes are on, I want to be this, I want to be this. You see that those people, they don't end up anywhere. But just follow God. Just believe him. Just put pressure on yourself. It's not easy in the flesh to follow him, but I will. If I fall, I'll get up. I'll follow him. I will not commit to sin. I will commit to God. There's a there's a difference. Let me show you. Our Christian commi- um, commitment, I have 10 minutes to finish this. I've not even gotten to cut off the commitment to God. But a Christian co- um, commitment to God is just like an ECG meter on a building. So this building has a meter. And it has the label ICGC Carriage Temple. There's a meter in your house if you have light. And it has the name of the landlord. If you are the landlord, it's on. It's a meter. When they produced it from China or Turkey or wherever and they brought it, it didn't have the name of the landlord. But immediately you go and commit yourself with money and the ECG officials come to your building, they commit that particular meter with a specific serial number to your building. 
Does it mean the meter will work every time? Sometimes the meter will be faulty. But they will come to the meter committed to your house. Repair it and it keeps going on. That is the Christian commitment to God. You are committed to God. If you become faulty, you are quickly repaired and you still get committed to God. But most of us, we are not committed to God. We are committed to iniquity. So small time, then we jump to God small and say, God, I'm still around. Oh, don't forget about me. I'm around. No. A competent church worker must not bring shocks to the pastor. Pastor will be somewhere. Then they'll call. The last time they called me last week, they said somebody, somebody has taken a contract somewhere and he has not done it. With this, he can the people have paid 97%. And I said, why are you calling me? Well, he's not my church worker. I said, oh, we have seen him in your church before. And we know your voice is strong on him. So when you call him, he will do it. He will, he will, he will be afraid. Tell him that he's under police warrant. And I said, when you are signing the contract with him, you didn't bring me any commission for me to be a betweener. It must not be mentioned amongst us. There are things, Paul said, it must not be mentioned. Somebody is sleeping with it. You see, God got angry with Eli and his children. He took the priesthood from Eli's generation. Samuel is not a relative to Eli. God just took the... It, hey, you told you God cannot change his mind. You think you are the only child of God. Be there. There are things God wants to do with you, with your family. But if you keep fooling, he will take that mandate and put on another person. That's why God is no respecter of persons. God does not deal with names. He deals with hearts. Write it down. It will help you. God deals with hearts. That's why in the times of Mary, there were a lot of virgins, there were a lot of women, but he went to Mary. He deals with hearts. May you grow in your relationship with God. May your relationship with God become powerful. That you don't need an online program to have a constant communication with God. For some of you, if they stop some of the online programs on air, you may not be able to communicate with God. You must be a true son before you can be a competent minister of God. You must be a true son of God before you can be a competent. Today, I was not able to wake up at my usual two o'clock. I was so tired, I did a lot of exercise yesterday. And uh, after the miracle hour, we stayed for an all night. Then the children woke me up very early on Saturday morning. That is time to jog, it's time to jog. I said, you guys, you don't understand what it means to do an all night. Say, we there, you are the pastor. We are ready to jog. I woke up, we jogged. We were there. They went to the zoo. I thank God. I couldn't sleep. I kept reading, kept reading. They came back and said, we have to play football. And today, it's two hours. So we played. I did the jogging again before I slept. People don't exercise. You are 25. You are behaving like a 75-year-old man. (laughs) You have to be strong. Amen. So I think I woke up around 4.20. When I woke up, I felt like I've sinned. Well, you, can't, you can't be a pastor and wake up at four. 
What did I come to say? Yes, I have prepared my message. This message I'm going to preach was prepared about six months ago. But you have to wake up and pray at least two hours. Praying. Choristers. You wake up, you bow, they come and stand and say, what are you coming to sing? You have to come prepared. Thinking like, put yourself in the service. Put yourself in the lyrics. Let the lyrics minister to you before you come. By the time you are singing, you are not, anybody can sing, I keep telling you. By the time you are singing, the thing has consumed you. And you understand the meaning of the song means so much to you that you will sing it to minister to others. I pray that somebody here will have that desire to grow in the Lord. That your relationship with God will grow. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God desires that we come. Are you coming? Are you coming to him? Come. Just as you are, come. But when you come, you must keep coming. Somebody, some of you came and you stopped coming. You must keep coming. You must keep coming. You must keep coming. You must keep coming. Because when you are following God, God, Jesus is going, you say, come. Peter saw Jesus walking on water. One thing you will see, or one thing that happens when a man is following Jesus, is that he begins to see a dimension of God he never knew at every time you follow Christ. They have never seen, they, they never knew that Jesus would walk on water. Until that day, they saw Jesus walking and Peter said, God, Jesus, if you are the son of God, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. And as Peter was going, you may say that he sank at a point, but at least when you are talking about people who ever walked on water because of Christ, Peter also walked on water. When you follow Jesus, you will become Jesus. You will become like Jesus. You will see the miracles he saw. You will experience the things he experienced. And I pray that today as I teach in the main service on the second part of the cross, an understanding will come to you that will change your relationship with God forever. Amen. You must know him. I'm not in a hurry to see you rich. No, if you think that I'm in a hurry to see you rich, it's a lie. I'm in a hurry to see a responsible Christian coming out of you. A Christian that gives no headache. You don't give headache. You are not a pain in the tooth of the pastor, in the tooth of your parents, in the tooth of your spouse. You are not a pain. That is it. If it's, if it's money, then go and follow Juju and Illuminati. Go and sign for them and get money. If money you are looking for, just go and sign. When you sign $100,000, you start. Flat. But know that you pay. you've paid for your life. You've exchanged your life for money. Money, God didn't come to save you to give you money. No, he didn't. 
He came to save us, to make us saviors. To turn us into kingdom representatives. Let this competitive spirit in the kingdom of God stop immediately. We want to do this, we want to be this, we have to do this. No, 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 no. You see, have one ambition, and that ambition is to please Jesus. If it's there, you are done. Your ambitions are too big. They are too complex to you. Too complex to you that you don't even know where to start from. So in order to meet your ambitions, you end up compromising certain things in order to meet your ambition that God is not in it. Amen. I'm praying that. And I, I, I know this kind of teachings is not nice for charismatics. But I've been preaching like this for 12 years and I'm not changing. It's even getting deeper and deeper. Because you didn't hire me. The Lord Jesus hired me. And at the end of the day, when I lay down to rest after 85 years, I'll stand before him. And he will ask me, what did you do with the message I gave to you? If some people are called to preach about money, the Lord be with them. And may they fulfill their calling. But as for me, I don't know how long I can talk about money. Money? That Italy, when COVID came, people were throwing away money. You can't throw away life. You can't throw away life. Nobody talked about the money. They talked about the number of lives that were lost. And you are here dying for money. Betraying people for money. Sinning for money. (sighs) You are too valuable for that. Come out from that lifestyle. And see yourself as a vessel called to serve the king of kings. In honor of what he has done for us. Amen. The last statement under this. When your relationship with God is cold, it will lead you into chaos in life as a church worker. A cold relationship with God means a massive life of sin going on. You see, the gospel, I was telling people in the all night when we were praying, that when you talk about revival, revival talks about only two things. Sin and the gospel. Sin and the gospel. Sin and the gospel. If you want revival, there must be a drastic opinion about these two. If your relationship with God gets cold, you'll be in trouble. Even if your relationship with God is hot, crampona, you sometimes fall. How much more when it's cold? The Bible said that the, 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 because the love of God has was cold in the heart of people, iniquity has abounded. Yeah. The more your love for God dies, the more you don't see anything wrong with many things. You didn't used to drink. Now when they are talking, oh, what is the scripture that says that you shouldn't drink? Nobody will argue with you. Nobody will debate with you. Continue. You, just, you see, we are coming to the point where People don't have time. Yeah, people don't have time for because there's no way when you meet anybody that says that quote where the Bible says that we shouldn't drink. That person is a drunkard. That person is the, 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 the person drinks and wants you to. And you look in the scriptures and you won't find the scripture. Then they'll say, Baby, we told you. You are you are the one being. You are the one being. So then you also ask him, show do you brush your teeth? He said, yeah, show me in the scriptures where the Bible says you should brush your teeth. And you see that they can't find. 
There are things, do you know that no matter the assignment on your life, when your body deteriorates, that's all. Hmm? Collins, do you know that? No matter how powerful you are, we had, we've had a president die. We had the vice president die. No matter how powerful you are, Achu died not because of the earthquake. He died because of where the impact had on him. Are you here? There was earthquake in Turkey. Not everybody died. But what happened to his body? He couldn't live again. No matter how skillful he was, he sits feet down. So there are things that you may not see directly in the Bible. But it's uh, inference, that's the word. It's better to live a life that honors God than live a life that wows men. Charlie, the guy is coming. No, 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 no. Don't be deceived. Many things are fake in this world. I said, what? Many things are what? Oh, say it. Many things are what? Many things are fake in this world. You can see people, they look very happy. They are not happy. Something is worrying them and they want to engage happiness to cover it. Amen. I want to end here. Cold-hearted church worker does not have God as number one in his heart. A cold-hearted church worker. Friday, let me say this and I close. Friday, I was at work. You know I work, and most of you though who know I work during the day. I work two works. This also work. If I say I work, it, 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 it looks like this is not work. But I think this is the most stressful one than the other one. Because this one, it doesn't have time you begin. It doesn't have time you close. Okay? They can call you anytime. They can give you an information anytime. And they don't care what, where you are. Like they just, hey, Pastor, this is Pastor. You can, you can spoil your mood. So Sunday mornings, if you call me, you won't get me. Sometimes Saturday evenings, no messages are read because there can be a bombshell. So channel, channel. I can see, oh, what's up, what's up? I won't read. So I finish preaching, then I come and look at it. So um, a friend... No, they can live some double life. So from afar, she thought I didn't know her. And actually, I didn't know that she was that rotten. And normally, if I even know that you are rotten, I still, I can be very nice with you. Thinking that the niceness can let you draw closer to Christ. So after she, they, 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 they finished their service, I remember one day I was there and she said she has to pay her fees. She sent me the bill and I told her that I'm not her father. She should go to her father and let her pay. And I said, you, you have like three boyfriends. You are taking this, this, then you want to take Osofo's money too. So if you are sinning, you don't have limits. So then she started confessing. It's not her fault, it's hardship. I said, hey, what hardship? If we all followed what we went through, you think I'll be preaching here? I'll be some nigga pushing drugs somewhere. Because where I grew from, I grew in Matayoko, Awoshi, Kubolo life. 
went to public toilet and all, fighting at the toilet. Who came first? Then they will beat me because I am, I am, I am not come for a, 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 a Kubolo life. So just Friday, there was a, a notice of a wedding. Just open the mouth. Who is marrying this filthy girl? Now, Bermano, you're correct, Anna. When I heard it, my heart broke. I said, ah, do you know there is ah, this girl? Oba, every month, occurred that different, different married men's house before she comes to work. Stealing liquid soap and this, I said, Jesus Christ. May that not be your testimony. Your man is not strong. Those of you who are not married, don't let your wedding be going on. Some two people are sitting there. Oh, Jesus Christ. May you become a competent church worker. May you be a good signpost to the church. May you be a good testimony to the church. Close your eyes and pray that God help me. I don't want to dishonor you. I don't want to disgrace you. I don't want to be a reproach in Zion. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to reflect your glory. One day the disciples told Jesus, we want to be like you. We want to be. That means they were not like him, but they had a desire and they drove that desire. I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord will help you. God will help you. God will help you win the battle in this darkness of this age. God will help you to stand for him. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Oh, your clap is not good. Yeah. So this is how church workers meeting goes every Sunday morning. It's hard. Because you have to chew the bones to be strong. Amen. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.